Then y'all start realigning your circle Surround yourself by the wrong ones for too long That shit gon' hurt you These snakes even gon' murk you Cake gon' they desert you Make sure nobody eat off of your plate that don't deserve to Say patience is a virtue The streets teach you gotta go fast That money come so Sorry, I'm late. I just don't give a fuck. Check. What up, what up, what up, what up? We back. It's the Late to Work Podcast, episode 12, live in your audio eardrums. It's your boy, Money Mitch, a.k.a. King Lear, a.k.a. a bunch of things, but you can find me on the internet at mlgainer22 or at mgainer22, depending on one or more social media platforms. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. It's Late to Work with the numeral 2. Uh, underscore Late to Work on Twitter, Late to Work Podcast at gmail.com. I'm here rocking with my man, at only Chris Allen. What's up, folks? We're back. This is official. Is it officially fall yet? This I it feels so. like fall. It, yeah. Is it September twenty second or October twenty second? I have no clue. It's pumpkin spicy. That's yeah, all I know. Yeah, it's official fall edition. And uh, yeah, we're back, man. Uh, only Chris Allen on everything on Instagram and Facebook. It's just Chris Thomas. Boring as fuck. Um, Twitter only Chris Allen. Just uh, you know, hit me up. You know. Do something. Do something with your life. <laughs> Best thing you can do with your life. Follow my boy Chris out. Yeah. Uh, so I, we, oh, go ahead. Oh, no. I was going to say, like, I need, like, I want to be, like, one of those people who, like, post a lot. But it's just, I don't know if it's just, like, a generational thing. I just don't give a fuck. Like, I don't want to post. And I, maybe it's a self-esteem thing. I just, like, don't feel like. I have anything that's like worth. I don't feel like anyone has shit to post. Like I don't feel like any. I no one's got a unique opinion. Yeah, and, and like every that, every opinion feels like a retweet. Exactly, it, but even like pictures and shit, I, I could like post a picture of myself or something like that, it, which I do every once. It's like once a month I'll I'll find. A picture he says of like, as though he doesn't have the like legit fall like profile. Like I'm sitting <laughs> on a brick walkway with fall colored leaves all around me, and my Cleveland hat, my flannel <laughs> shirt on. Fall on all these but these are like ladies go get my man some likes he just wants some attention give my man some likes those are like I I thought about that I don't know why but like I thought about like oh I've been posting a while and I'll be like I'm gonna just post it this picture name is fucking new and I just just to be like yo I'm out there in the world doing shit yeah but um I just don't have that personality where I feel like oh like whatever I post means anything see I'm the polar opposite like I post all the time but I I have that same thought a lot as like Dude, like, who gives a fuck what I think? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I say as, like, somebody who, like, sat down one day. I was like, so many people give a fuck what I think. Yeah. I should record it. Exactly. Uh, you know what I mean? So, like, obviously, like, I think I'm self, you know, I'm a pretty self-important guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, like, even when I have, like, original thoughts and opinions, I really, I'm like, yo, like, nobody else is saying this right now. Like, this is some shit that needs to be addressed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even then, I just, like, I feel mad corny, like, turning to the internet and be like, hey, Facebook, this is what's on my mind yeah. right now. And it's like, I'm that guy. Like, yeah. ask anyone who knows me. I'm sure plenty of our listeners who are, who are friends of mine who would co-sign that. Like, I'm always out here posting all of my opinions for the world to see. But it's like, I don't know, man. Like, who gives, like, you're right. Like, all that shit's good. I don't need another sunset picture. Yeah. I don't need another, can you believe our fucking president? Like, exactly. yeah, no, I can't. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe it when he was a candidate. So, yeah. like, eh, I don't really need to read why I can't believe it today. Exactly. So, shout out to the people who have informed opinions or, like, saying things of, I, I guess, substance. Yeah. But those are few and far between, yeah. man. 
Shout out to the fucking people, the, the, the chicks that post every fucking second and every video, every... I don't know how they fucking do it. I would, like... It, Listen, if I knew how they did it, we'd have a much more popular podcast. Yeah, like, that's what happened. Content is, content is content. Like, people consume content. It's like, I get it. What, like, the world says that we need to be doing is, like, there should be a selfie of Chris and Mitch four times a week. Yeah. We should be promoing dates. We should be, like... But, like, we this should, shit's all crazy to me. Like, yeah. We should, we should do cool shit. We should we actually... Should. Like, we should just, like, get people who, like, do for photography and video shit and just like just like one day a month just get a bunch of shit that we can post like every like every like couple that, days see, that's probably shit. how they do that all these bitches just sit around with like 48 outfits yeah. and take mad pictures yeah. and then are just good trip trip along. Yeah. that's that's like that's September 1 on yeah. like a Sunday shit going on yeah. bang out all these now I can go to every party and I can just throw up a flick like a- oh exactly. I was here yo look how pretty I'm just gonna wear the same outfit that day nobody gonna know the difference yeah it's true that's probably what they do but that just seems so exhausting to even try and be that person. I you mean, for what we're doing it, yeah. I, I feel like, okay, that's cool. Like, toss it out there every once in a while because that's what you have to do. But for these girls that do that, like, and I understand they make money on it, which, whatever, but I just feel like that's just exhausting. I never well, want it, my- Well, here's my issue. It's like, I'm not, I don't do visual content. Like, I'm yeah. not good looking. Like I'm good looking. I'm not. I'm not like Instagram model good looking. Yeah. Like nobody wants to see me on the internet twelve times a week. So yeah. like, if I'm putting out content, I have to put out like thoughts and opinions. Yeah. And, co- and it's just like, bro. Like I, I'm good. Yeah. Three to seven times a week, and yeah. the rest and of the shit it. I'm putting out yeah. is probably just me like high on my couch at two a.m. being like, yo, bro. You know what's fucking crazy? Yeah. The universe. Yeah. Tweet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. nothing of... Nothing. Anyway. Yeah, I'll get you, man. I feel like a, it's a lot of that content out there that just doesn't need to be said. And it's just oversaturated with... So, that. speaking of content on the internet that probably doesn't need to exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm always a... I'm, I'm a big uh, consumer of stories where... I love shock stories. I think we all do. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say I love. Like, I look for them. Just like... I, they still get my attention. I'm always looking for like the the juicy headline and all that shit. So when you see these, you know, uh, you know gay bakery refuses to cook cake for right wing, you know, like I read all that shit. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like on both sides, I really don't care. Like it's all I'm always consuming. Mm. Uh, recently, uh, one of my favorite places for for that kind of content, Turtle Boy Sports, <laughs> famous for all sorts of bullshit stories, uh, <laughs> like fucking opioid passed out parents and. People who, you know, went on rants at Applebee's, uh, that's the kind of shit they do, uh, posted a story about a, a local coffee shop, and I don't want to name names on that because we might get into that a little later, uh, but essentially, the, the manager of this coffee shop, uh, there's, there's these events called uh, Coffee with a Cop that are going on all over the nation. Uh, some of them are more police organized. Some of them have actually been organized by Black Lives Matter. I mm-hmm. think that's important though. Uh, and it's kind of to, to promote conversations between uh, the community and the police force. And mm-hmm. I think there's two, two ways to interpret that. On the one hand, I think it's important to promote those conversations. And I think you need to provide a safe avenue, a safe space where people feel compelled to actually share how they feel about the police with the police. I think that's hard to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think coffee's usually a great way to do that with just about anyone. Coffee's good for a breakup. Coffee's good for a first date. Coffee's good for a work meeting. Like, coffee's always good for those kind of things. Yeah. Uh, I think the flip side of that, and this was the manager's argument, uh, is that can then 
make your your establishment a target for people who disagree with that, and more importantly, for your customer base who is predominantly you know minority or you know impoverished communities, uh, you know within an urban environment, that could you know lead to them feeling unsafe there, not wanting to be there, not only not wanting to participate in the event, but also not wanting to come there. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation because if you host it, there are a lot of people who are going to feel unsafe and unhappy and not want to be there. Mm-hmm. I, for one, do not like uniformed police being around me when I'm in my everyday life mm-hmm. doing nothing wrong. Yeah. Like, I don't need a uniformed cop to have coffee with me. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Like, and I'm not saying I know how all cops feel about all things, but I know how I feel about people in uniform watching me while I'm doing regular everyday activities. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone likes that. Nobody feels good when they drive down the road and see a cop on the side of the road with a with a radar gun. Mm-hmm. I don't care if he was speaking or not. It makes you a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I think there's a lot of merit to that. This spiraled wickedly out of control, mm-hmm. as things tend to do when they get amplified on the internet. Long story short, the manager made this post saying, we're not going to host one of these events. It goes against our beliefs. Uh, the owner of the shop, which is her mother, you know, she said, co-sign that belief. There was a little back and forth in the comments. Uh, as you might imagine, you know, some people were pro-police, some people were, you know, anti-police. The manager herself is very openly anti-police, and I mean in a I want to abolish the police force way, mm-hmm. uh, which is very hard left. Uh, I don't personally take it that far, but I understand the people who you know feel that way and believe in that. Mm-hmm. I think the history of police in this country is one that has targeted minority communities for a long time, and you know, much the chagrin of many white people listening. Like the, the modern day police force was essentially grown out of the slave catcher occupation. Mm-hmm. They did away with slave catchers. Most of them became cops, the same people who wrote police policy for, you know, a hundred years or so, you know, towards the abolition of slavery in the 60 plus years that followed were mostly ex-slave catchers and their families and people who had gotten into professions of law and order to continue that tradition in a quote unquote legal fashion. Uh, that's not really disputable, though a lot of people will dispute that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Turtle Boy picked up this story, ran that story, and since has been you know a, a typical backlash of negative reviews about the business. Mm-hmm. The business has since had to close. The business owner has now sold her house and I guess is closing the business for good and moving communities. Uh, the manager who posted, like I said, who's her daughter, has been fired. They're estranged at the moment, uh, from my understanding. And so... I always, I'm fascinated by stories like that Mm -hmm. because we're all, I don't care which side you're on, like everybody wants to overreact when that happens. And nobody ever follows up and says, well, how did that play out? Uh, So we're about six days out, I think, of that situation. I think that was this weekend Mm -hmm. or Monday. Uh, And I, I, you know, I I know the manager, I I know her mother who owns the shop. Uh, I'd like to have at least one of them, if not both of them, on air to kind of discuss this situation. But I want to share that with people. Uh, go ch- go check out the story. Go check out the post. You know, make up your own mind on things. I don't want to tell people what to think. The name of the coffee shop is White Rose Coffee House or Coffee Shop, if you're which. Uh, go find them. Give give them a little bit of love. White Rose is also the name of the Nazi resistance uh, in Nazi Germany. So if you want some idea of uh, kind of which way uh, that establishment's beliefs were leaning prior to that, I think that makes it pretty clear on its face. Uh, feel free to dig more. Uh, what are your thoughts on shit like that? See, uh, to be honest, um, I'm on both. I can. I'm torn on this. Uh, my f- initial reaction is that it's divided at coffee with the cops. My whole thoughts on coffee with the cop is that um, my initial jerk reaction is I think that is a start because I feel like yeah, I don't like being around police officers and 
it's because of the history of African Americans with police officer. I have a problem with authority. I have a the and I, and I have a problem with it. I think some of the laws that they enforce are stupid. I feel like a lot of the police officers follow laws that they know aren't justified. I mean, the fact that we're locking up people for marijuana. Uh, there's a history of walking people for homelessness. Yeah, and, and it's just like it's just ridiculous. I don't trust the government. I don't trust these laws. I don't trust the system, which most of these and there's just people, and that's the thing. These police officers are just people in a bad system. And I can even look at some op- some hurdles in my career that I'm less like, yeah, I'm a person. I don't agree with everything that I that my companies or companies I've worked for do but you know I still follow some of those rules and I don't agree with some of them uh, and I think a lot of police officers are in the same way um, but and I think more than many other occupations uh, similar maybe only to you know entertainment maybe or mm-hmm. uh, music or athletics where like it's not like one of those, or maybe like medicine. It's not like you have an option. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if if you want to be a cop, and these yeah. are the rules for being a cop, and you disagree, and those are the rules for being a cop everywhere. Yeah. Well, you can't be a cop now. Exactly. And much and, like I guess and, we'll, and the results and the effects on people's and people's lives are so much more detrimental than in any other uh, field or career field that you choose. And it's just like people. If this cop makes a bad decision, or this cop like. You know, does his job and busts this, uh, you know, an 18 year old for having, you know, X amount of pot. Now this kid goes to jail and it maybe it's his third offense or something like that and he does a stretch and his kid's he's, he's fucking practically ruined. And, and I've said this for a long time and here, herein lies the issue. Why don't we take malpractice by police as seriously as we take malpractice by other fatal causing jobs? If you're a doctor and you fuck up once, you're no longer ever going to be a doctor. You kill somebody as a doctor, you like you're done. Like that's a malpractice suit. You're in serious trouble. You're, you're facing so serious consequences. You're serious. You kill somebody as a cop, like you good, bro. Like yeah, you know, yeah. get you some paid leave. We'll holler at you in six months. We'll, you know, maybe worst case scenario, we'll transfer you to a different precinct mm-hmm. so people don't protest. Mm-hmm. We get out of here. Like yeah. that's crazy to me. Yeah, like that's malpractice. You did a bad job as a cop. Stop trying to like justify. It. I, I agree. And then okay, so on top of and this is a little bit off subject. Yeah, we're getting a little. Um, but it like there was a video on Worldstar of this cop having a, having a panic attack. Jesus! Like he he had a, there was like some kind of altercation. There was a girl in the ground. They took on some oncoming fire from somewhere, and this cop just like it's like his partners have this girl on the ground. He's just standing there with the gun. And then he just has a full-out panic attack where he's shaking and he's crying and so forth. With a gun in his hand. With his gun in his hand. Jesus. One of the. Uh, I think it was the EMT that was on the scene. It was like calming him down, like give me the gun, give me the gun, and like takes the gun away from him and like tries to like settle this guy down from having this full blown panic attack. And what I'm the reason why I'm mentioning this story is because I cannot overlook the fact that this is a extremely stressful job, and it's very few humans can do it. Very few humans can do it correctly, and I think very few, if any, people can do it for a long term without changing who they are. Yeah, I would agree with all of that. And and so, back to where we started with this coffee with the cop, I do think that it is 
it looks like it's a bridge. It's like, hey, we're doing running this thing. We want to uh, shrink the gap between people who feel that cops are bad and between the cops who think, you know, one group or groups in society are a certain way. They get to meet, they get to have a conversation. And I feel like what we don't do in this society is have conversation. I understand that. And I'm like, oh, that seems like a good thing. I agree. I can also <laughs> see I can also see where your friend is um and to where she looks like and we just mentioned this that like this is a bad system. And I don't care how many conversations that we have, these having a cop come over is not gonna solve these issues. The whole system's broken. Everything's broken. I want nothing to do with it. It's been and having a co- a, a coffee with a cop is not going to do anything besides isolate a group of of my patrons who don't feel, won't feel comfortable with the cop there in our place of business where they see so much. Well, also not like a cop. Like from my understanding, these are events where like they'll come out and like six or seven or like line up a couple of tables and people can like sit down and have coffee. Like if I walked into like my local coffee shop that seats forty people total, yeah. and there's ten cops in here, yeah, it. It, I, I don't want like shut up with place or whatever because uh, I don't want like disparage the community but like there's 10 cops in any urban environment yeah I'm getting the fuck out of here yeah uh, I've never been in a situation in a majorly populated place yeah. where there's 10 cops and I and that's good news yeah no never I, not once and I think on top of this especially let's say if you you know your patrons mm-hmm. and you know your patrons are like maybe they you know sm- they're well, patrons of the white rose. Yeah. Like this place, like it, it's, 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 it's the it's safe a, house for, uh, it's for people almost, who get targeted by cops. Yeah, it's almost a uh, uh, yeah. So that's exactly it's it. A, it's it, a, it is an anarchist. Yeah, it like, builds itself as a, like a, an anti-fascist ally to the LGBTQAI. I got yelled at for missing letters last time. Yeah. I mentioned this on this podcast. So I'm trying to be better. Shout out to whoever that was. Uh, like for black and brown people, for immigrant communities, for people who English is not their first language. Yeah. Like, they, you know, they're super fucking earthy, crunchy. They got fucking vegan options. Yeah. They got gluten free shit. Like, is it gets their brand? Yeah. It's like NWA having a. Yeah, a that's what I mean. It's like, like uh, which, no, on, like on we, the one hand, NWA having coffee with a cop would be dope, right? Like, yeah. that's bridging the gap. Yeah. So that's the argument to be made. If you're in the place where these people are supposed to feel safe, uh-huh. and we're trying to make them feel safer around cops, yeah. why won't you let us come here and do the outreach? Yeah. On the flip side, nigga, you won't let us be anywhere. Yeah. Like, yes. you're saying, like, why don't we let y'all come into our space? Why don't y'all let us be in our space for a change? Yeah. Like, exactly. y'all are everywhere we are, and where y'all aren't, there are cameras. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, when are you going to let us have, like, a little bit of our own space to kind of, like, gather and be all right? Yeah. So, okay, and I, and so that's where I'm torn at, because I understand both sides. But, the, I mean, you bring up a great point. It's like, why, like, we can do a different event, and maybe that's why people... Maybe if your uh, your friend would have just said like, look, like our this is a our cafe is a hub for the outcast and people who are, are against some of these systematic boxes and in 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 cages and whatever that are limited the society made things to be exactly and so we can do something else and you know may and I'll, I'll I'll promote it within the cafe but it's just not happening in our cafe so interesting and, you should know you know what she offered uh, as a as a alternative mm-hmm. and I thought this is brilliant and people 
went off on her for this and it was somehow disrespectful and you know endangering the community or whatever she wouldn't have his coffee with the next cup I love that idea yeah I, you, know, you have no idea how many great people are criminals man mm-hmm. and that just really says a lot about the system and the way they get to be but like Go sit down with like some reformed crooks. Like those are the best people in the world. Oh, yeah, 100%. If you've done terrible things to people and you've really like found yourself and found like some salvation, like you know, realigned yourself with what you want to be doing in the world, mm-hmm. you have a perspective like no one else, man. Yeah. Like people who fuck up know the value of doing well. People exactly. who never fuck up just think that's what it's supposed to be. Exactly. They don't get it. And they've lived so much in the in line with everything. They haven't experienced anything to like. I've, I've learned more from murderers, rapists, and thieves than I've ever learned from cops I'll tell yeah, you that that's, that's the truth I mean I haven't even I have I might actually one of my ex-roommates uh, in college is a cop and I haven't talked to him probably since we were in college but um, and I so like I know he's just a good guy mm. you know and that's what's tough, right? Because like, yeah, yeah, he's just like he's just a good. He's just, he's a white dude. He's just one of those good old boys that like who's like work. You work hard, you get ahead. He wants to just go fishing with his son and do stuff like. I, I want to punch in, punch out, and on my time off, I want to watch football, drink beer, and play catch. Exactly, with man. And he's just a good guy. There's nothing man, wrong so. with those people. That's what I mean. And it's like. I feel like we sound like straight people in the 60s talking about gay people. One, well, you know, I, my buddy from college, like, he came out as queer. We haven't really talked since, but, you know, he's, he's a good guy. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah no, but, but here's the thing. It's, it, it's, it's, it's all those, it's like we allow labels to separate us. Exactly. And, and, and so that's where I'm like, oh, well, maybe the conversation needs to happen. And these conversations do need to start happening. Now, does it need to be happening at this coffee shop no because she they wanted to be that and it should be that and and i i to be honest with you i i feel like on the other end and i'm gonna sound you know if some people are gonna take offense to this if you have a, a store and you're like yo like like ow i don't know i i just feel like you should be able to do with, with your business the same thing, whatever you want to, and people decide whether you they go there or not. You well, know? And, I, and I guess that's where kind of where I landed too is like, I don't think it's anti-police to not want to host one of these events. But I do think she said some things were, that were deliberately anti-police for uh-huh. sure. But I think like, if it's like, to your point, if I own the business and that's not within the brand of my business, uh-huh. I'm not going out of my way to incorporate those people. And I think there's definitely some pressure, especially in this cl- current climate. Uh-huh. There are certain people that you're almost not allowed to turn away anymore. Yeah, I, the gay community has gotten there where they have n- not crazy leverage, but they definitely have some leverage in that department. Veterans have been like that for a long, long time. Like, mm-hmm. g- could you imagine? If she was like, we're not, we refuse to host coffee with a veteran day. But, yeah, and, and I'm not saying that she would ever do that. I'm just saying yeah. like, there's certain people you couldn't, like, you can't say that about. And cops are becoming like that in Trump's America. Yeah, you can't say anything <laughs> bad about the police, regardless how bad of a job they're doing. And this isn't even bad about the police. I guess that's that's the slippery slope I'm yeah. trying to avoid. Like the idea that I don't want to host a pro cop event doesn't make me anti-cop. Yeah. I'm allowed to be neutral. I'm allowed to be centrist. We talk a lot on this podcast about this. It's like you got to be able to be in the middle. Mm-hmm. And in today's world, it feels like people want to be too far in either direction. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I'm 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 still torn on this, man. Because I would like 
hosting an event is one but if you look at it like it's someone it's like everyone in this community or like was doing like have a conversation with a black person or have a conversation uh with a gay person or something mm-hmm. like that and if someone said which those things definitely have existed at various points in time yeah but if someone said no we're not hosting this event I would take offense as as a minority. I'd be like, "What the fuck? Why? Why not?" And uh, so, like, if those are the labels, and I'm playing devil advocate. But I'm saying, like, if you went to if you went to a country bar and wanted to host to ask a, uh, a queer black guy event, do you, uh-huh. like, and they were like, "Nah, it's not really on brand for us." Would you be like, "Nah, you're you're mad homophobic. You're wicked racist." Like, I don't know. I, I, like, I don't. I don't think that's a cool like yeah I think your brand is kind of like yeah, racist yeah, but yeah. like that's what I mean like their brand is probably kind of anti-cop uh, yeah. but like I don't think that's like it's not so anti-cop that I think it's like problematic Yeah, it's not like yo like our brand is we want to murder cops our brand is we don't really think the cops are doing a great job uh-huh. a lot of the re- like the people they're not doing a great job for are people yeah. who come here Yeah, uh, and as long as that continues to be the case like y'all are welcome to come here and hang but we ain't gonna like promote y'all yeah. that'd be, and- that'd be be like yo i fucking hate your music but i'm gonna play it in my coffee shop yeah that don't make no sense yeah no that and i agree but i think that's where things that's where i think some people can get off base and get uh a little bit confused oh what do you hate cops and their jerk reactions they, oh they hate cops but it's not it, it can be like simply it's a system that i know, don't like nobody i wouldn't do a, yeah. i wouldn't do a have a conversation with our president because i don't Believe in what he's doing, right? And I don't want him spewing his ideas to my people. Exactly. And yeah. So and like, I guess I guess that's my thing. Is like I agree with you. Like you're gonna meet a cop because they're pretty decent people. Mm-hmm. Uh, fact of the matter is, I'm I, like I know a lot of my liberal friends will hate me for this. Like I don't know about most cops, but I'd, I'd wager at least fifty fifty are pretty good guys. Yeah. Or and women. Yeah. One hundred percent. They're just like. Dude. But also like you good guys need to be calling out the worst among you. Yeah. And if the event was. Let me sit down and, like, we're going to come prepared with things, like, we're thinking about changing and want mm-hmm. your feedback. Mm-hmm. I think that would be well-received. I, I don't know. I don't want to speak for these owners. Like I said, I want to get them on the pod. Uh-huh. But, like, I think that's different than, well, come talk to us so we can change your mind about who the cops yeah. are. Nah, man, like, I, I have a good idea who the cops are. Like, I know y'all are pretty decent guys. I know y'all trying to do the right thing. I know y'all fuck up a lot. Come tell me what y'all are going to do different. Because I know what I want y'all to do different. It's been falling on deaf ears since my grandparents' generation. Yeah. And so I think the, I think the problem, and I didn't read your, fr- your friend's statement, but I think the, I, I assume that if she art- if she articulated it a little bit different, like, look, like, this is, a, it's not anything against the people who are police, but it's, there's people stuck in the system that have been historically terrible to the type of people that come to my coffee shop. I cannot support this event until there are systemic changes within the government, because this is a section of a branch of government until there's changes in there, like I can't do it. Like these are good people, and they they can feel free to come by and have a coffee, a cup of co- coffee. But as they represent a system that I can't fuck with, that there's a ton of systematic issues, We're I, I can't do. It. That yeah, system. exactly. And I think if she would said it like that. Who can argue with that? No one. And it, this brings up a different point, maybe. But like this is one of my big fears in today's generation is like 
the reason it didn't come across like that, I'm sorry, self, love you to death, girl. Uh, like, it was intentionally snarky. Like, yeah. it, it's meant to, like, maybe not meant to get a reaction, but meant to be good content. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not reading that post you just wrote. Yeah. You know what I mean? I am reading, we will, we have never nor will ever host coffee with a cop because we, you know, we don't believe in, you know, the, the violent atrocities that police uh, participate in. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's a bit inflammatory. Yeah. Now, you're saying the same thing. Yeah. But it's not going to come across that way to the people who disagree with you. Yeah. It's going to come across to the people who agree with you, like, yeah, go you! And mm. to the people who disagree with you, fuck you, I'm going to burn your restaurant down. Yeah. Which is pretty much the reaction she got. Yeah. Uh, which is shitty. But I agree with you, and like, a lot of that is phrasing, and it's one of the issues I have uh, with a lot of the liberal movement is now it's gotten to the point where we're all on the left so angry that it's we're we're using a lot of the same tactics we used to like it, criticize. It, yeah, exactly. Where it's like we just shout down the opposite side. We tell everybody what is and what isn't okay. Mm-hmm. Like we need to be promoting like open dialogue and freedom and like expressing our ideas in full. The problem is like the internet is not the place for that. Yeah. Like nobody's reading your six paragraph Facebook post. I say as a guy who writes a lot of six paragraph Facebook posts. <laughs> yeah. Like. And so it, it's it, it creates and I guess to the point of the beginning of the story, it creates a much bigger story out of what should be a conversation amongst a community mm-hmm. coming to a resolution in a in a togetherness in the community. And instead, of what we've ended up with is a boarded up business, residents moving out, and, and a family who's at odds with each other. Yeah, who is that helping? No one. And so, like, and that's what I asked the people on the other side, like. Who, who is, like, running that story, creating that division, hyping this up as, well, this place is anti-cop, and they don't even want cops in there because they think if cops are around, you're unsafe. How fucking dumb are they? Like, how fucking dumb are you? That yeah. you're, like, that's the story you want to run. You think that's vital? You think that's helping the community? You think that's helping the cause? Like, none of this is. And, like, yeah. that's, that's what's got me banging my head against the wall. And on top of that, it's like, well, I don't know, and I don't know how, much of the details in this story but it's like one I mean she it is no one's gonna read it unless it's like it has that element of like edge to it and it's a little bit snarky and so forth um but I think it's it's very important especially for the left and this is my problem with the left is that like we can't become the things that we were criticizing before. We can't be like so. I mean, we need to. It's important that we defend free speech, even if it's free, even if it's speech that we disagree with. It's very important now, especially in the climate that we have today, that we are super. We take we we concentrate a lot on how, how what we say and how we say it because because of this Trump era where they're so like oh that's right there's so much there's, there's such this edge to like prove that you know oh well they're stealing our freedom of speech away and this and we want to live like this it's it's more important for us not to like come attack this this ignorance and this like almost violent with violence you know mm-hmm. with 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 you're pretty much attacking darkness with darkness and it, it never really works it only just creates more darkness and so you it's almost more important for her to for her to explain how she feel and i feel like she's smart enough to explain exactly how she feels in a way that people can understand it and that and she doesn't lose her business and this and her job and her career you know and maybe 
and sometimes people need to be poked and need to see what what's happening in society. But sometimes you need to just be like, hey, this is what's going on. This is why we can't support it. And I'm willing to have a conversation about it or do it in another way to where it shines light on some of the issues that we've been speaking about. But it just seems like we're every each both sides are banging each other heads against the wall because on the other side you have these people who are just like oh she's anti-cop and she's fucking like and they think it's an attack on these people who are police officers who probably when it's not an attack on them it's not which I like I said to Rat there's a, like you know she is hard left she's very anti-police as a concept in general I don't think she's anti-police as the people but mm-hmm. uh, we shall see yeah hopefully I, we have her on and talk to talk it out I, I hope so uh in other news of fighting fire with fire, specifically white people's words, fighting other white people's words with fire. Uh-huh. Something a lot of people are reacting to with the fire emoji, if you will, this yeah. week. Eminem's freestyle, freestyle, I use air quotes, freestyle. Mm-hmm. Any, I'll get to that in a second. Eminem's freestyle, the BET cipher. Yeah. Also, what's good with them just giving Eminem five minutes? So, like, Eminem can spit, don't get yeah. me wrong, but, like, everybody else in a cypher, they got, like, maybe a 16. Exactly. My nigga M got five M, minutes. M does whatever he wants to do. Yeah, I mean, M's M. That's cool. Uh, let me ask this before you get into this. Mm-hmm. Where, where's M for you? Like, top five, top 10, top 20, top 50, top 100? Um, definitely, t- he's got to be definitely top 10, maybe top five. Uh, and it, my top five and top ten changes on on, on a weekly basis. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to Button a lot. Like nobody on that podcast had him top ten. Most most of them didn't even have him top fifteen, which I thought was crazy. Word. Oh, I thought it was crazy. Yeah. There's no way. I mean, I'm no Eminem stand, but the boy can rap. Yeah. Exactly. He's got to be. And and I mean, like Marshall Mathers EP. Uh, all that shit was yeah some shit like, Marshmallows L- I mean LP, those actually legitimate classic yeah albums. exactly and I think anyone who's just like yeah he's gotta be a, he's gotta be top five man we can, we, we can do that list another time but yeah. I just wanna get a perspective on that so like Eminem came out with his freestyle freestyle cypher verse whatever you wanna call it mm-hmm. and everybody lost their motherfucking minds mm-hmm. People were tweeting, I haven't listened to hip-hop in 25 years. Eminem made me a rap fan again. Eminem is the type of uh, resistance we need against Trump. It's about time Eminem shared his... People are going fucking apeshit. And I'm not trying to be a hater because I... I will will reiterate the words of Shalom and the God. I will forever be in favor of white people using their position of privilege to combat the problems at hand. Mm -hmm. All of you white people who who are in any sort of power of privilege or... Uh, position of power or privilege by all means go out and use that platform speak against hate and speak against bigotry and speak against racism and all that is wrong in the world and I commend you for it specifically white men because uh, you you have the most to lose by it but you also have the biggest platform and I think a lot of y'all pussy who don't stand up for it but at the same time I do have to respect y'all who do because there's a lot to lose there I don't think M has a lot to lose obviously I say all that to say I think Eminem has the biggest Trump supporting fan base in hip hop, probably. Probably, yeah. I think it took some courage to get out and say to your fans directly, "I'm drawing a line in the sand and either you and him, me yeah. and him." Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you have anything else to heap praise onto him before I get negative, Mitch? 
We really got to get a drop board for this. I'm negative Mitch. I got misogynist Chris. We got conspiracy theory niggas. We got a lot of drops we're going to make. Do you have any more positive things I need to say about Eminem before I get killed in the comments? First? Oh, you're going to get... All right. Well, um, no. Just respect to him. Uh, salute to him for what he do- he's doing. Um, I feel like... Two things that I feel about this free... I feel like he wish... I wish he would have said something like before... Um, and like before the day, before pre- it came out, before the election. Oh, before the election. Yeah, no shit. Right? Uh, yeah. So, so that's one. Yeah. And- let, let, let me start with one thing to make something very, very clear. Mm-hmm. My biggest issue with this is not the content or who was directed at or how it went about it. Mm-hmm. It's that this was a mediocre M verse. Oh, Eminem's yeah. got bars yeah. 18 yeah. times harder for Kim yeah. than he's got for Donald Trump. Yeah. That shit drives me bonkers, bro. I've heard Eminem murder 8 billion people in his raps. That was all you had for Trump? I'm drawing a line in the sand, nigga. Come on. You're supposed yeah. to be raping him with a nuclear missile from North Korea? Like, I'm looking for Eminem bars. What is this? Yeah. Acapella, like, low-key, like, I'm gonna, like, whisper rap a little bit with no beat and then yell at you nigga like what what are, yeah, what are we it, doing it definitely wasn't the best M verse that you ever you I ever didn't get but I feel like two, uh, about his verse is that A I feel like cause a lot of things was like very t- time sensitive so I feel like he wrote that like recently and they record, maybe they recorded those like a couple weeks before the awards those are I think four weeks is it four weeks? I didn't think it was that long. I thought it was like a couple of days before. Oh, no, it's like, because I, 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 I thought the same thing, and I just heard this recently uh, from somebody who works at BT. Uh-huh. That that's like multiple weeks out. Oh, okay. Well, like, yeah, shame on, on him. That wasn't his best verse. Uh, and, I, and I think everyone will, like, admit that, like, the content and what he did was way more important than the quality of yeah. what he Yeah, so, yeah. But does not diminish the content at all? If you know somebody's capable of doing A... And they give you a C job, but it's the content you weren't. Are you like in today's America? Like, yeah. I, you have to train. You have to champion the message because it's a necessary message. Uh-huh. But I'm almost like I'm pissed off. Like, why isn't the message that's most important getting the good content? Yeah, I don't know. Or is there know. better content coming? Because that's the other thing. I like, have this because he role has role. an album that's supposed to be November. dropping. Yeah, November. So. Uh, you had this. So you give you give us this three weeks yeah, ahead. Yeah, and maybe it was a verse that was like, "Yo, it's not good enough for the album." Yeah, but that like, could be. I, you know, and if if you've been recording to come up with another verse that's exactly, like that high, like yeah, I get it. Yeah, so and maybe he's like, you know what? This is I'll a B side for yeah, yeah, man. That's a lot. And so like he just gave it to him and probably like yeah it's not the best but he probably and he's like it's BT too it's like <laughs> <laughs> these niggas don't know nothing about no hippity hop it ain't well it ain't the Grammys and shit it's just niggas it's, could you yeah. imagine him doing that at the Grammys oh uh, yeah this shit would go down yeah um, it's gonna be him YG Macklemore all on stage together yeah and I just feel like there's a um, there's definitely a need for fucking. Oh, we're just so fucking like our celebrities fucking. So I just went, went and watched uh, Ali movie again, and like, yeah, like like people are kneeling in in the NFL, and I'm assuming that someone will kneel in the NBA, and there's um, but like no one like as far as like being plugged into like what's going on in society and in government, like there's few athletes, especially like Ali was the biggest athlete in the world. Mm-hmm. Now, uh like to equal that level of fame, you would either have to be a LeBron James or like the biggest hip hop. Yeah. And there's just not enough people who actually that like you would even feel comfortable like, oh yeah, he knows what he's talking about. Like an Ali. 
And then on top of that, they were Ali was with you know Michael Max and with all these sure, other yeah exactly all these other so there's not really that and we need more of that and but all we get is an inverse. So this is something a lot of people are arguing. Is it more or less important coming from him because he's white and like I said probably has the the biggest Trump supporting fan base in that arena? Yeah, it's more it's 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 more important that it come because. It, Hove could have done it, and like let's say Hove and M are pretty much mean about the about the same to the hip hop culture. Maybe Hove's a little bit more to yeah. the urban culture and the black culture, yeah. but like M's more important. Like he has a global bigger hip-hop. yeah global hip hop fan base, yeah. so it's more important that M does it because he's huge overseas and he's huge everywhere. So he, it was. Let's just call it what it is. He's huge in white places. Yeah, again. Like Eminem's, Eminem's big everywhere, but yeah. like Eminem's crossover appeal and what makes Eminem M is like he brought real, like not real street hip hop, quote unquote, but like real rap. Like mm. the boy can spit, period, like we've said. He brought rap to white people. Yeah. yeah like there was white rappers, but like no one could rap. Yeah. Exactly. Eminem could rap. Yep. And yep. that's what made him different. And now like with with him speaking to that community, I think that's important. It's super important. I don't know that I, I'm with you. I don't know that that's as big as LeBron or yeah. Jay even. You know what yeah. I mean? But I guess that to your point, like that's the like if Jay says that like, well, we expect that good looks, Jay. I appreciate yeah, exactly. that. Exactly. Yep. I kind of maybe it's this is my mixed side talking. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I feel that way about him. Like, nigga, where you been? Like, you yeah. been with the culture, dog. Like, yeah, you exactly. know what side you on? Yeah. Like, what yeah. the fuck you been waiting yeah, for? Yeah. Like, exactly. I, I was getting suspect. <laughs> like, yeah. you, you switched to dad hat. You been spending a lot of time <laughs> in Upper <laughs> Michigan. Like, yeah, I ain't heard from you Trump, in a minute since you looked. Trump hat on it. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, they, well, what are we doing, my guy? Yeah. Uh, and so, like, I was happy to hear the verse, but like. A little I, late. A little late. The bars weren't really heavy. Like, this is what I mean. Like, nothing about the way it went down made me, like, it was cool. I'm happy yeah. it happened. Yeah. Uh, it was important that it happened. I don't know that it was that important, to be honest. This is what I mean. Like, I don't think it was, like, I think people made it sound like, yo, oh, Eminem body Donald Trump. He eat through him. Now, Donald Trump's going to have to address something. Like, things are going to have to change. Nothing's going to change because of an Eminem verse in in October? Well, okay, here's the Something thing. Something might have changed in October of last year. I think nothing's going to change in the climate that we live in. And I think this is why Trump is able to do so much stupid shit and get away with it because there's something new every 30 seconds that True we're that. just like, oh, fuck, I forget. Oh, what? Uh, Kendall Jenner's pregnant now? What's going on? Like, Wait, it's, I don't know. I, mean, I knew Kylie like, was. I was yeah. like, Kendall too? That's crazy. But if that happened, then yeah, no, everyone yeah, forgets about him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, My bitch ass over here, like, wait, hold on, really? Exactly, you know? So, um, yeah, so, and I think this is why, like, this is why um, Trump is the president because he's a lot, he does so many stupid things, and you can't even digest what he's done stupid before there's another stupid thing he's done that totally takes away from the stupid thing. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I think that, like, that's why. If this was, like, uh, even if this was, like, like when Obama was in office, like his first term, mm. if M came out with like a verse against something like that, how long would that would have lasted for fucking m- months. months? Yeah. And so here's what I find interesting about this is like you spoke earlier on the idea of like celebrities have to like not have to, but like we need celebrities to participate in social change and social movements mm-hmm. uh, for them to be effective. Yeah. Is it a I guess it was a shame to me to to realize 
that it is about the celebrity and not the platform or the message. Yeah. Because uh, did you watch the BET Awards? No, I just. Uh, I, I don't know who who's listening. If you watched, or if you did not watch, there's another surf during the BET Awards. My, uh, my song was on. Uh, and oh, I'm, I love my son. I was my gonna say I'm not even the hugest my son fan. My right palm. That's what I mean. Pop like the niggas in the sleep so they die. Calm, killer be kiss. That's the shit that I'm on. <laughs> that's you the boy, yo. <laughs> that's that's that uh, my son's verse on Rough Riders. Like it's a, one of my favorite verses ever in hip hop. So. so here's my issue. My son's dope. Big fan. Yeah. Like I'm not a big. Fan. I'm not. Let me rephrase. Big fan, not a big follower. I catch my son shit like on my timeline here and there. Yeah. And every time I see him spin, I'm like, dope. And yeah. since he's been out, because my son was in prison for a while, uh-huh. he, he's been on like some real like woke nigga type shit. Yeah. And one of the things we talked about on his podcast a few episodes ago uh, was about the, the necessity of re-empowering the black community from within. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, is it cool, Drew, if we play this first? Is that all right with you? Do we have a method to play this? Yeah, I can just plug it in and uh, I'll stop it and I'll... Play his verse, and then we'll stop it. All right, so here's what I'm going to say. I know right. pretty much everybody who listens has heard Eminem's verse at this point. It's pretty hard not to. Yeah. You at least heard a couple of minutes of it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play you my song shit, which is only like a quick 16. You should check the whole cypher. Everybody on that cypher is dope, including Black. Shout out to Black. That's my guy. Mm-hmm. Definitely check the whole thing. But my song's entire verse is just about like how you identify the time that we're in juxtaposed with the community that you were raised in and how to maneuver within that set of rules mm-hmm. while empowering those around you. Mm-hmm. And, like, that to me is way more important of a message, which is a bit of a flip-flop for my previous yeah. stance on this. But, like, from from the artist, entertainment, celebrity side, mm-hmm. that's what I care more about. I want you to be teaching how we can kind of unify the community and come together as one. Like, I don't need another angry voice shouting at Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. I've got hundreds of those on my television already. Yeah. I need a message as to what I can be doing differently to improve my life in the world of Donald Trump so that this doesn't happen again yeah. and so that we're empowered in case it does. Mm-hmm. So with that, yeah. I'm going to pause this. We're going to come right back right. to this verse. One second, folks. And enjoy the verse. My son. Welcome to reality. I am a fake rapper's rivalry, the leader of the cavalry. Young UAP with big meets mentality, the rap Kaepernick with Tupac's anatomy. I got him mad at me, cause I free the kids from the trap and put morals over salary. But they would rather me lie the way they lied to me. Having many streets, dying, becoming casualties. But nah, I'm a whole different breed. Everybody following. I was sent to lead. I'm a soldier when I bleed. I just lick the wound. No, you're not a G. You got it misconstrued. You all on IG. Lying to get views. Got these little kids dying. Trying to listen to you. Or they sitting in prison instead of sitting in school. So you told them play the game. Didn't give them the rules. Won't you tell them to fix their plan just to lose? So all my young kings don't ever listen to fools. Nah, I'm not hating. Just a little confused. How you show them all the diamonds? Never give them no jewels. Now, if you're tired of the buffoonery, follow me. I'll show you how to shine without jewelry. Show you how to grind and buy back the community. Bring back on black crime. Back to black unity. If you a G, I know you see you and me. Gangsta but woke. Ain't nothing they can do with me. One man army. Imagine if it was two of me. I swear next year, Oprah gonna try to cougar me. Because <laughs> I did it on my own. I put in work, now I'm sitting on this throne. Crown me the same way that you do any king. I'd rather kneel for something than just stand for anything. Oh, man, that was fucking sick, man. That reminded me, so, like, watching that, that reminded me of, like, the black, the the strong black male leaders back in, like, 
the early, like, in the 60s and 70s, which were, like, before, like, crack hit the community, they were, like, strong individuals, still cool as hell, but, like, had a grasp on, like, where society was, where they were, where, where blacks and minority were in this community and, like, where they should be. And it feels like, you know, oh, man, he was just, he dropped so many truths and so many jewels in that, man. It, it, it feels like to me, and this might sound ass backwards, this might sound like a real 90s type take or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe just like, uh, maybe it's just a sound getting old. Like, what happened to cool niggas, bro? Yeah. Like, I feel like the, like, no disrespect to the new generation or whatever, but like, the new cool now is like, I gotta be woke as fuck, I gotta be super hipster, I gotta be like politically correct about all these things. Like, yeah. When I came up and when most people in the world came up before about 20 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, not even, like, maybe 15 years ago, it stopped, like, you used to have to be tough. You used to you have yeah. to, like, that was, it was cool to be tough. It was cool to be emotionless to a certain degree. Yeah. It was cool to be a little bit of a dickhead. I'm not saying any of that shit's actually cool, mm-hmm. but what I'm saying is to a lot of us who, like, that's still the imagery we view as cool. Like, that's the confidence, the arrogance that, like, we want to perceive. Yeah. That's the reason we like rap music, for mm-hmm. goddamn sake. Yeah, like, nobody likes fucking in-your-feelings rap all the time. Yeah. Like, rap's supposed to make you feel confident and amped up and, like, fucking broaden out your shoulders, nigga. Like, what's yeah. up? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And, like, I miss rap that made yeah. you feel like that, yeah. but didn't make you feel like doing the wrong thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, most rap that makes me feel like that, I talk about it all the time. Like, I love, like, I want to commit crime rap music. Yeah, like, yeah. I, nothing... Nothing signifies a good rap track to me like me wanting to go commit a drive-by yeah. after a hit. <laughs> I listen to my son shit and it's like, I got drive-by energy, but I got like drive-by energy to like go drive-by yeah. a couple open houses and maybe go get a small business yeah. loan and I, maybe I'm going to get my barber's license. Like, I'm yeah. doing it's like, it's, it's like It's like you get that 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 vibe where you're like indoor, like, yeah. they, like indoor, be strong, be, be build yourself, like... Don't no handouts or like don't be a victim like type of mentality. Yeah, man, like he dropped mad jewels and so I guess what I'm saying is to and for anyone who's missing that, we'll we'll share the link on our Facebook, our Twitter, everything. Again, late to work on Facebook at underscore late to work with the numeral two uh, on Twitter. If you're looking for the verse, if you're looking, for I'm gonna drop it right in the pod so they'll they'll be able to hear. Exactly, it. perfect. Uh, and so to juxtapose that with Eminem shit, where it's just kind of like. A, a summary of the things we've all felt about mm, Trump. Like, yeah. nothing Eminem said to me was a new feeling. Yeah. Fuck Trump. This is some shit that Trump did. Fuck Trump. This yeah. is some other shit that he did. I feel this way about Trump because Trump's a fucking pig. It's like, yeah. mm, yeah. cool. Um, well, a couple of things with that. I don't think... It just, M, it's a whole different vibe. M, M can't... M can't... I, I don't know... M couldn't do that my oh, time. Oh, of course. Yeah. That's what I mean. That like, that's not his lane. That had to come from my side. So I, mean, I guess my question is, uh, why why is the Eminem verse the one getting all the play? As though it was something unique and new and different when it was... Like, we, we've heard, like, yo, Nip- Nipsey Hussle and YG got a track called Fuck Donald Trump. Yeah. And they got a Fuck Donald Trump Part 2 remix with fucking Nakamura on it. Yeah. We've been heard Fuck Donald Trump. We've heard Fuck Donald Trump from white rappers. G-Eazy was on that, too. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I don't need more fucked up Trump music. I need more, like, the world is fucked up. What are we going to do about it, music? Because, I mean, because, A, like, my son is not the level of artist that M is. Uh, two. You, maybe not the, that's my point. Maybe like, not the level of celebrity. Celebrity, as I, as I, I meant. And, I mean, like, M, M's a better MC than my son, too. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's probably 
And I go see, see about that in November. Yeah. In, yeah. in 2017. Oh, I mean, in 2017. Yeah, career right arc. Yeah. Like, and, no and I'm a My Song fan. Yeah. Uh, and I've been, I've been. I rooting. sound like I must be the most racist hater in the world. My song's better than Eminem. Nah, nah I mean yeah. maybe present day. And I've been, and I've been like, I've been following my son's career since he got out of jail. Mm-hmm. Um, but and so that's that's and and then they both drop like the biggest artist, one of the biggest hip hop artists ever drops a. Uh, a verse like that the same day that you the same uh, zone that I, you dropped. I, you know, you know I, that's my thing. It's like. I get the reasoning. I guess I'm I'm disappointed that on the very same platform, yeah, a better message was being done in, in a better, better way. Yeah, like yeah. In, in, this is what I mean. Like Eminem, Eminem's got bars in, on my song for days. Yeah, if you put those two verses next to each other, my song's out spitting. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. bar for bar, Eminem yeah, yeah, on, that, on, on the, so it's like on the same stage on the same platform going uh-huh. bar for bar. Yeah. The better message doesn't get heard because he has less celebrity. And that M- bothers me. And I know that to just be a fact of life, but I guess I can't see that and not speak to it. And M should have, M should have been like, yo, did you hear Mike's verse? Because yeah, he, but that's corny as fuck. No, I think nah, you remember been, uh, who, think, did, who did that a couple of years ago? Macklemore at the Grammys? Uh, when he wanted Kendrick, to get back to Grammys? Grammy? He, he said that he was yeah, like, like, that shit was corny. I don't know yeah, that. But no, he, M should have been like, yo, like also dope verse, like check yeah. out my son, and people would have checked it out and been like, yo, these... These joints is hot, or like you know, he could have done something that like look put both of those verses together and push and tweeted it or something like that. I don't know. It could have he could have pushed out my son's verse if he even heard it. Who knows? That's what I mean. Um, Who knows? But yeah, um, shouts out to my son, man. That shouts out to my son. Shouts out to M too. Like I'm not out here trying to be a hater. I'm just like I'm disappointed when when. When the movement becomes more about the celebrity than it does about the movement, but here, I, I feel the same way about some of the Kaepernick stands out there. Yeah, but here's the thing: um, it takes you. You do. It, it's sad, but you do kind of have to be at the top of your game for people to care. For people to care, you know. That's fair. Yeah. Well, um, speaking of people at the top of the game, yeah, who people care about a lot. I'm just gonna keep doing mad corny transitions where I say "speaking of" and then inserting a bunch of shit we <laughs> want to talk about anyway. That's we gotta name our segments eventually, and I think one of them is just gonna be "speaking of." <laughs> uh, but speaking of people who have way too much power and influence and use it incorrectly, I'm not saying that Eminem does that, uh, and that we would like to continue to hate on him because he's a wild piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Our boy Harvey Weinstein, that we, uh, our boy. <laughs> That nigga Harvey Weinstein, I call him a nigga because Mrs. Personal Friend, <laughs> personal friend and close confidant, Harvey Weinstein. Oh God, no! Get that nigga the fuck away from me. The feds gonna be white tapping my house. Uh, no, nah, like I felt like when we touched on this, was it last week or the week before? A lot of that time we did. It was last week. When we touched on this last week, it's been busy. It was yo for fucking real. Uh, we touched on it and it was like it just started to break and it was like. Bits and pieces were here and there, and I wasn't sure what was real and what wasn't and what was good. Yeah. I don't know if you saw, I believe it was the Times, mm-hmm. did a, like, a full timeline of the, like, the accusations against Harvey uh, Weinstein. Wow. Did you see this? No, I did not see It that. starts in, like, 88, bro. Mm-hmm. And this goes straight through, like, Goodwill Hunting, the 10 Oscar year, all the way up wow. to 2017. And we're ranging everywhere from, like, French actresses you've never heard of uh-huh. who, like... He supposedly... So, I, have you read any of the details about some of the allegations? Yeah. This dude, and I'm not going to go through it all line by line. If anyone wants, like, a full great synopsis, go to listen to this week's Guys We Fucked podcast. They do an awesome overview of all of them. But this dude, every single accusation starts... It, it starts or ends with... 
Well, he went into the other room and came back in a bathrobe. And this nigga just <laughs> loves his... being in the bathrobe asking for a massage. <laughs> that, that was his MO. <laughs> that, that was his signature move. That, that oh, was, he loves that it. That was his Mortal Kombat finish. <laughs> but this is what I mean. There's all the, yo, in, yo comes comes back to negotiate contracts and gets led upstairs to a party that's not a party. Is meeting with a producer and Harvey Show. Doesn't matter the setup, they all end the same. Like yeah. I came for X and Harvey Weinstein walked out of a bathroom with a bottle of lotion in a robe and said, Give me a massage and I'll give you this part. And like so there was a girl he did that to, and then like she like obliged because like a lot of these women, like, you know, doesn't want to piss off the Harvey Weinstein. This is your dream. This is the bad thing. You're dangling their dream, everything they worked in for in front of them, and you're using their fucking your your power and, and your influence. To manipulate these dreams that start off as so innocent and so fucking true, man. That's the sad. But, but so, so, uh, so no, but peep game right in that line, right? She shows up, he makes his offer, she's freaked out, she's like, all right, fine, like whatever. Goes to give him a massage. He picks up her skirt and just starts tonguing her down. Oh my god. Like straight up rapes this girl. Yeah. Wow. Then convinces her. After, like, months apart or whatever, and I think there was a payoff involved somewhere in there, they ended up, like, he ended up doing one of her movies, Mm -hmm. and then they dated for, like, four years. Oh, jeez. Like, straight, like, Stockholm, and not Stockholm, because she wasn't, like, captured. Yeah. But, like, you know, like, falling in love with your attacker as a means of regaining some semblance of control type shit. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that is just heartbreaking type shit when you hear it spelled out. And it's like, it ranges from situations that intricate and deep Mm -hmm. to just straight up, like... Yo, you trying to fuck? No, cool. Staying still while I jerk off into this potted yeah. plant. Like, bro, like that is a monster. I said this last week when we covered it, and I'll say it again. And I, I, you may feel differently. I've certainly been a creep in my lifetime, mm-hmm. and as I've gotten older, I've spoken to hundreds, if not thousands, of women mm-hmm. and therapists and a lot of other people about my interactions around sex and with people of different genders, etc. And like, it's. It's hard to look back on some of the things I've said or done as a man. Mm-hmm. Even with that said, I don't think I've ever approached yeah. any such line. Yeah. And yeah. it is hard for me to wrap my head around as niggas who, like, have been creeps. Like, yeah. not all men my ass. All men have been a creep at some point yeah. in your life. And if you think otherwise, you're a goddamn liar. Yeah. But, like, as somebody who's very capable of being creepy and is now on the lookout for niggas who be creepy, mm-hmm. like, bro, this is every red flag alarm I've ever read in, like, you know, I, I know we're wrapping up towards the end of the hour. I just wanted to give a quick update on Harvey Weinstein. I think he's a wild piece of shit. He's been, the name's been taken off his company. He's been kicked out of his company, I guess, by the brothers. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people have obviously spoken out since, a lot of which I just think are fuckheads anyway. Like, who, Louis C.K. going to speak out against Harvey Weinstein? Ben Affleck, yeah. after that. You see the TRL video that came out about him? About Ben who? Affleck. No. So Ben Affleck like spoke out. Again, I cannot believe somebody I worked with would do such atrocious things. Whatever. Next day, there's a video from like 1999 TRL, whatever. Ben Affleck on there with some 18 year old actress on his lap, just palming the ass, grabbing her titties and shit. And it's just like, bro, like this is what I mean. It was a different. Was, time. It, was, it, was he like? Did she not want any of that? Because that's because I, that's different. Okay, but he, because he, he, here's what I mean. I look at that and I ask the same question. Mm. And in 1999, mm. I don't know the answer. Yeah. I'm not sure she knows. Yeah. I think now in, in today's climate and what we're all being taught about mm. consent and about yeah. uh, flirtations or whatever, uh, sexual maneuvers in the everyday world, mm-hmm. if you're a world famous person mm-hmm. and you have somebody who's vaguely trying to get famous around you mm-hmm. and your go to move is to start putting your hands on their body in a mm-hmm. sexual way, mm-hmm. 
There's not really a situation unless the next words out of her mouth are, ooh, I like that, yeah. where that is okay. Yeah. So that's... And you're taking a pretty big... Like, that's not like a coin flip. Yeah. Even if you're famous, that's like 30, 70. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, no. And, and, and that's the thing. It's like, if, if, if she's like... Like pretty much putting it out there, it's different. Now she's being aggressive and like trying to use his influence and like, fuck that. That's fucking creepy. And he, but there is that. I don't know if that girl and I don't know. I don't know that scenario. But uh, if, and that's what, if I mean, she's that's tossing, sixteen years, ago, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, fifteen years ago. And if if if, if she's like coming under him, that's different. And, and, and for, that's what I mean. For all I know, like they were flirting in the green room, having a bunch of drinks and yeah. like whatever. I'm just saying, like. It's amazing. Like, you look at that on live TV. Could you imagine nowadays? Yeah. If a celebrity just, like, was doing an interview and just, like, put the interviewer on his lab and just started palming her ass? Yeah, no. That would never in a million years fly on television in 2017. Yeah, man. And I think, well... Except on Fox, maybe. I mean, would you think about this Harvey Weinstein, this this would never came up. If he would have died, if he would have died last year, we would have heard anything about this. But You know uh, who broke the story? Did you see that? It was, uh, I, I don't know. Who, it's, uh, why is his name fucking blanking on me now? Woody Allen's kid. Really? Yeah, his son. Broke the story? He's a reporter, yeah. Oh, he's, for, he, for he works for the NY, or is it uh, the New York Times or the Post? I think, I forget which one he went to uh, with the story, and they wouldn't publish it, he went somewhere else. Wow, with. Woody Allen's. Like, yeah, so it, that makes oh, you wonder, right? Like, yeah. m- maybe there's some, like, I, I wish they would have got my dad, and I know the circles he runs in, so I'm yeah. gonna, I, I'm wondering who's next. Yeah, I mean. Is it, uh, what, fucking Epstein? Jeffrey Epstein? Is it Trump himself? Yeah. Is it the Clintons? You know what I mean? There's a lot of high-profile people who run in those circles. Epstein's man. already been... Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. Niggas know about but, him. Uh, and I feel like Clinton, eight bodies were dropped before that. <laughs> More than that. Nigga, we're going to get body for talking about it. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, we're just... We're in this... I think in a lot of ways, culturally, we're in this transition period where those old-school... Uh, they were socially... Terrible, terrible fucking acts, and that were socially either acceptable. You kept quiet about it, or now being outed in the lights, being shined on. Is it like, look, we're not fucking with this? And normal people are just like, yo, no, no one's fucking with this shit. And it's good that it's gonna be. These are like examples of it when history was like, hey, this this is not fucking right, and put it out in the open. And it's not no matter who you are and how powerful you are, it's unacceptable behavior. And it's sad that it took this long for this shit to be, like, out of you, you know what's crazy to me? We're sitting here, we have this conversation about how, like, well, in, in that era, maybe you could have, like, hid from some of that shit. Mm-hmm. That was the era in which we all got enraged about Bill Clinton getting a blowjob from an intern. Yeah. And look who's president now. Exactly. It's it's like, we we accept everything now, yeah. but once you do it and we catch you, mm-hmm. we're, you're fucked. Like, we're yeah. roasting you, yeah. that's the end of you. Yeah. But if you can get away with it, it's almost like we, like honor it like yeah yeah you pulled it off and kept it a secret for 20 years like you're good yeah you know what i mean it's like oh god is that gross yeah and i mean like yeah i mean there's a ton i mean even you look at like i mean obviously clinton's has a lot of accusations coming up but even like some of the uh 
JFK, who's like everyone's Ooh. golden boy. No, uh, he on, got some. He got some we, we, are, we have the hour mark anyway, so let's make this right, our top okay. five. We're gonna do our top five creepy. Are we are we keeping it to Hollywood? Or are we involving pol- politicians too? Oh, we just gotta go overall celebrity. All right, top five celebrity creeps. And so Clinton's definitely got to be up there, right? Clinton's got to be. That's up like, there. Le- yo, and I had a story it, from somebody I knew actually. I guess uh, her mom went to college with Clinton, uh-huh. uh, and he like tried to cop a feel like back in college. Really? Yeah, like he was promoting like his student election or whatever, uh-huh. and like came over with the buttons all pinned, the button all extra close to the titty, and got like the grab on the titty, oh, and like gave it a little wink, like you want to get a drink later. Uh, and like this is what I mean, like know. yeah, Bill Clinton. Okay, where's Bill Clinton in this? Like. Oh, so top five, good. last five for new listeners, by the way. We take the last five minutes of every show. We're going to keep this to five minutes. We try to form a top five of a random-ass topic every single week. Uh, and then y'all tell us how much you hate or love it. Sounds great. Cool. Five minutes. Let's do it. Bill Clinton, definitely on the list. Yeah, I say, uh, all right. I mean, Bill Cosby has to be top. Yeah. Top? Uh, Who's creepier, Bill Cosby or Michael Jackson? <sighs> well, I mean... I, Michael Jackson is up there, but it's like, how many accusations did Mike? Mike, okay, I don't know. I feel like if it involves kids, though, it goes up. Yeah, yeah, Mike's in the top ten. Is there anyone else like with the kitty rape charges? I mean, or Woody Allen has to be. Well, up Woody there. Allen's up there. Yeah, so I always forget about some of these old niggas because I ain't. And then okay, so Woody. I mean, it has to be top three. It's got to be in my list right now. It's MJ, Woody Allen, R. Kelly. Ooh, R- ooh, yeah, R. Kelly up there. Yo. Because those are just, like, young as fuck and creepy. Uh, so, damn, that's a tough list to even work away from. And Bill it, Clinton might not make the top five, because right now my four is Michael Jackson. I almost said Jordan, because I had MJ right now. Michael Jackson, Woody Allen, R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, Bill Clinton. Yeah. I feel like this creep. Like I don't want to let Bill Clinton off the hook, but there yeah. might be creepier people than Bill Clinton to make there this may, list. I mean, there's definitely like if you think about like who's that dude? Harvey Weinstein, for instance. Yeah, yeah, Harvey Weinstein, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. Uh, and then if you think about like who's that dude from the X Men who they said he was like a uh, that director of the X Men who they said that he was like a super creep, but it was like mostly kids too. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, and he's still this is fucking, probably directors. I don't know movie life enough. Um, yeah, and he's still making fucking. And what about uh, Roman Polanski? Roman Polanski's got. He's got to be up there. Um, Just to throw in some diversity in the in the culture sectors. Uh, remember Kesha? And she had that DJ Doctor oh, Luke. Yeah, and all that yeah, crazy shit? yeah. That's I gotta that's put him weird. on the list Those as an dope. honorable mention. Yeah. Doctor Luke, you creepy fuck. Yeah. Damn, that's a. That's a, that's a tough 10. Yeah. All right, so listen. This usually takes us five minutes. We have two minutes and 10 seconds right here. I'm going to run down our list. I, I like the order. You tell me if you got anything you want to change the order. But I, I got to put... I got. I definitely got to put uh, Harvey Weinstein above... Yeah, above Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Yeah. Okay, I would agree with that. Yeah. And I'm going to have... Is Trump cl- creepier than Clinton? Because I feel like Clinton was just in a different era where I don't know all the creepy shit. I still uh, like Bill Clinton, so I, I want to like, say no. I still like Bill Clinton, but I don't know. He was taking, like, I feel like... I feel like he like him and Trump ran in the same circles, and yeah. Bill Clinton was just, like, yeah, I more feel, powerful at the time. Yeah, but I feel like there's weird things with Clinton because he was with with that one dude on jets to, like, Philippines or, like, wherever. Yeah. And, and who knows? And there's a lot... Yeah, there's some creepy stuff. I think... I, and I, I don't like Trump, but I, I think that, like, 
Trump's gonna be yeah. Bill Clinton, I think. Yeah, I yo, think that's I crazy to think yeah. Trump for all the shit might not be the creepiest president. I, I, I think in this is you mentioned JFK, bad. right? Yeah, I think I think JFK. There's some weird shit about JFK going on. Yo, JFK in 2017 was, was wild. Yeah, he was a puss hound. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody remembers him so fondly. That nigga was yeah, that's problematic. What, yeah, exactly. You just out here just like airing out Hollywood starlets while you're yeah. in office, my nigga. Could you imagine that? If like, not to say this would ever happen, but if Donald Trump was just like airing out like yeah. Megan Fox on the low. I know. Not even. You got something way more famous. Marilyn yeah, Manson it would have to be like Kim Kardashian before Kanye. Not even. It got to be bigger, I would think. No, because Kim, yeah, Kim, yeah, Kim, before, yeah. Kim K is the most famous person in the world right now. Yeah. So, so it's tough there. for me to say that out loud, but yeah. I know. It's sad. Yeah, you're probably right. It's where our life is right now. So JFK making the top five? I don't think he's making no, the top five. No, I think he's an honorable mention. Yeah. I might. And I don't think he was like pervert. I think he was just like getting it. He just said problematic shit. Like, he yeah. said creepy shit. Yeah, like, exactly. A lot of people say creepy. Like, uh, like Jim Norton says some creepy yeah. shit. But, like, he's problematic to some people. But I don't think Jim Norton's yeah. really I don't think he's, like, threatening. Like, he's down if you're down. But I don't yeah, think he's like, on He's down to do whatever you're down yeah, for. exactly. But, like, if you say no, he'll respect your no. Hey, let me rephrase. If you say no, he'll say, come on. Yeah. And then you'll say no again, and then he'll probably respect Exactly. You. And I feel like JFK might have been like that. He, he probably used his influence to get some things done, but oh, yeah. I think that like Bill Bill Clinton and, and probably Donald Trump used definitely mm-hmm. manipulated people. Like I don't feel like Ivanka Trump's in there willingly. I feel <laughs> like I feel like R. Kelly's or gotta Melania, move down this list a Mal- little bit. Melania. Melania. Okay. So, uh, uh, I yeah. think I gotta flip R. Kelly and Bill Cosby. R. Kelly, yeah, I don't know because, like, R. Kelly, like, at least it's weird because, like, R. Kelly's still at it and R. Kelly's is dealing with, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, I would say because Bill Cosby was like, Bill Cosby, yeah, had but R. Kelly just had no, R. Kelly just had that cult shit, yeah, and then it's yeah, like, and then you're no. dealing with like, like, young people, like. Yeah, and like Bill Cosby. I hate how black our top five is, but it's is what it is. Yeah, eh, it's fifty fifty. Yeah. All right, so we're all right. Four minutes and forty seconds in. Here's our top five. I'm gonna give you also some of our honorable mentions, so the rest of y'all can fight over this and disagree. We'll obviously publish this on all the socials. Uh, so our top five from bottom to top. Number five, creepiest. Celebrity person that we could think of slash all time slash in the last five minutes that came to mind. Sad to say, my nigga Bill Clinton. No, Harvey Weinstein. I oh no, we slid him in. You're right. Yeah. Sorry, we bumped him down. Har- Thank you. Bill Clinton yeah. did not make the list, even though he is a certified creep. Uh, yeah, fuck Bill Clinton. Harvey yeah. Weinstein coming in at number five. Uh, he may be moving up the list by the end of the year. Yeah, we'll see seriously. how much more comes out. Sliding in at number four, still Bill Cosby. Which yeah, I think we only feel is worse than Harvey Weinstein because we have more proof. Yeah, I think Harvey Weinstein's gonna turn out to maybe be in that four slot and, in a few weeks. And, and Bill was like they were just unconscious. Like Harvey Weinstein, they were conscious. He was just creeping on them. Yeah, that's that's what yeah. I mean. Like that's yeah. Harvey Weinstein's creepier. Conscious more rapier. Yeah, and rapier still moves you up the creep chart. Exactly. And so, consciousness is like that. Yeah. that thin line. Right. Consciousness right. is right there with the kitty thing. Where yeah. Like, yeah. No, nah, that's yeah, not exactly. There's really no defense. Uh, so one's out of five. Cosby at four. R. I. Piss on you, Kelly. Yeah. Uh, R. I. P. To you, my nigga. See what yeah. I did there. Uh, <laughs> number two, Woody Allen, yeah. who like. Maybe I 
sound like an ignorant millennial here? Yeah. I really don't even know what Woody Allen did. I just know he's a creep. Yeah. That's literally all I know about him. I don't know what movies he made. I don't know who he supposedly raped. I, I know he tried to fuck his stepdaughter. He did. Did. And then he married her. And married her. Okay, married. Yes. That's just like. Wait, they're still married? Yeah. Ooh, and, that's fucking weird. Yeah. And so that's got it. I mean, he probably doesn't. He could even. You married your stepchild. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's you at least two on the list. Yeah, exactly. So and that's Michael what. Jackson will forever be the creepiest person in the world to me. Yeah. My nigga maybe raped kids, was endangering his own children, built himself a place called Neverland, bleached his entire skin. Yeah. He's a creepy dude. Yeah. It, most talented guy who's ever existed. Yeah. Also owns the Beatles rights. Mm-hmm. That shit's so weird to me. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that's our five. It's going to be one, son, Cosby, our motherfucking Kelly, Woody, I don't know what you've done with your life except marry your stepdaughter, Ellen, and Michael, I don't know what color you are, Jackson. So that leaves us actually with a perfect split of uh, two and a half black people and yeah. two and a half white people, yeah. depending what side you count Mike on. I'm, 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 on, I'm, on, I'm on board with that. And... If I if I meet you guys in the afterlife and there's you guys prove that you know you guys didn't have anything to do with this, no, I'll forgive you. I take out the list. MJ, like, if, this was just like you know Bill you Cosby. Should also probably just, forgive us for having these opinions because yeah, like, but you guys did, did some sketchy shit. Look what happened like when Nelly when they were accusing Nelly, everyone was just like fuck that that Nelly. Yeah. That's how, like, people are like, oh, maybe Mike, uh, I don't understand. Yeah. That's what I mean, like, a lot of people will willingly give you the benefit of the doubt when you're famous. Yeah. None of these niggas even have the benefit no. of the doubt anymore. No. That's no. how you know you probably did something real creepy. At least Boo was in the wrong place, wrong time, way too many times. Yeah, like, maybe you should stop hanging out in those places at those yeah. times. Yeah. Lessons I've had to learn. Yeah. Uh, honorable mentions included John F. Kennedy. Uh, Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, that's a lot of presidents in the creep category. Yeah. The director of X-Men that neither of us can remember the name yeah. of, but who is definitely creep status. It was like the X-Men, like the first X-Men, so there's been a lot. Of- a lot of turnover since then yeah. in that position. Roman Polanski and Dr. Motherfucking Luke. Shout out to Kesha, her new tour was fucking dope. Uh, everybody should go check her out. Some of her new music's ill. Uh, that's all I got for the last five. Top five, did you have anything you wanted to add before we wrap up this podcast? No, I'm sure I have some shows that I forget. I'll be in Southbridge, uh, Massachusetts this Saturday doing the show at some bar that I'll be on my Facebook if you add me. Um, I got some shit in December. Uh, December 3rd, whatever the Sunday is, I'll be at Comedy Connection. Uh, I'm trying to get a, a if you have a venue in Boston or in Rhode Island I'm trying to do my own monthly show and just bring out acts and make it a party but mm, we should talk alright no doubt um, that's all I got in addition to that free plug just cause I love the homies uh, if you are in Boston you are looking for good comedy check out Monday nights at Cityside Cityside Comedy uh, right here in Boston uh, over in Brighton it's right off the green line by Marianne's at the end of the sea line uh, it's dope they got great comics coming up both local and national their headliners always bang I went and saw uh, Noah Garden Schwartz there I saw Christina Hutchinson there I saw somebody else dope there uh, I forget who but yeah it's it's dope it's free every single Monday night uh, if you RCP on Facebook and you get there early you're guaranteed uh, tables and you know relatively small venue so plenty of standing room, big old bar, come one, come all, it's a great time. Uh, that's a free plug there, not paying me to say that. I don't even really know those people all that well, but every time I've been there, it's been dope. And as somebody who loves to promote good comedy, uh, I'm hoping we get some ads on here soon anyway, so yeah. I might as well start plugging some good people. Sure. 
Uh, yeah, that's all I got. As always, this has been episode... Well, not as always, because this is the only episode 12. But as always, it's been the Late to Work Podcast. This is episode 12, the one and motherfucking only. You can catch us on Facebook, Late to Work, with the number 2. On Twitter, at underscore Late to Work. Or if you want to write in, tell us how you feel, bitch about your problems. We'll always read emails on air if y'all send us interesting shit to say. Just the emails we've been getting are bullshit, so... Write us with some better problems or some better co- topics. And we'll definitely touch on that too. You can get us at late to work podcast at gmail.com. Uh, find us on iTunes, find us on SoundCloud, late to work on everywhere else. Uh, you know where to find us, you know where to find me. Only Chris Allen, holla at me. Slide into my DMs. <laughs> slide, definitely slide into the DMs. I might be, yeah, no, I ain't gonna say too more. My girl, don't <laughs> me. Slide into the DMs. We'll holla at y'all. Don't be a dickhead. All right.